0: Welcome to the Medic Church Podcast. Happy Father's Day to all of our fathers, our fathers-to-be, and our fatherly figures. Today we're continuing our sermon series called God Is. And God is loving. And today we're going to look how God is loving even when we don't feel like God loves us back. So sit back, relax, enjoy the podcast starting right now. All right, y'all ready diving into this today? I'm excited to be continuing our series, God Is. God Is. And last week we talked about just a little bit how merciful God was, how he shows us that love and that grace. And, and today I got a wonderful message talks about God is loving. God is loving. And the extension to that is God is loving when you feel like God can't love you. Anybody ever felt like that? God can't love me. God can't, he, you know, he just, he just hates me. I do all this bad stuff or I've done this bad things in my life. And, you know, I I can't feel like that, that God can love me. Think guys, so, uh, back to your dads, and hopefully your dads played a part in your life, and if not, hopefully your you moms that play both roles, to, that you got, you had a wonderful mom that 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 done that, and so. But think back to your dad. You're, you know, there's a lot of times that I felt like in my life that I would disappoint my dad. I felt like that that I would be a disappointment, or he wouldn't love me if if I didn't go down a certain path, or it, it, or if I did go down a certain other path, that he may not love me. Like, like, so so I'm going My dad's been a, a, a fireman and in the fire service for a long time. A long time. Long, long time. And, and, and so I felt like as a kid, I was like, man, I got I want to follow in his footsteps. He'll be proud of me. He'll he'll love me. And then at one time I was like, listen, this is an ongoing joke, so y'all, y'all, y'all don't throw stones at me. But but one time I was like, hey. I think I'm gonna be a cop, <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, whoa, I, I don't know about that. I don't know if you become a cop. I don't think I'm gonna love you quite that much." Uh, but anyway, just kind of fill you guys in on the ongoing joke here is is the firemen pick on the the police officers, and the police officers pick on the firemen. We got ongoing jokes with one another, so that's where that ties into that. But 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 I was like, man, maybe 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 he'll be disappointed if I if I don't follow in his steps. But I'm grateful to have a father and a dad that that does love me and and supports me and backs me in anything that we do, me and my brother, and he backs us and he helps us and he's here and and working in the church and uh, he's our children's pastor and he's able to really back and support us and been very encouraging Uh, and he's really been the one that's kept me on the straight and narrow. There's been times in my life where as growing up, he said, hey, one time can kill you. One time can get you. One time, If you do something, one time can, it'll take you out. And so oftentimes when I was presented with certain issues and things that come across in my life, I was like, remember what my dad said, one time can kill you, that one time can kill you. And I was like, hmm, I don't really want to disappoint my dad, and I really don't want to die. So I'm like, listen, maybe I shouldn't do this. Maybe, 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 <laughs> let me think about it for a second, you know what I'm saying? But listen, I want you guys to know that no matter what we do in this life, nothing can separate us from the love of God. There may be things in my life that I probably could have my dad to be disappointed in me. I may be things in my life that could separate our love, but nothing can separate us from the love of God. And that's what I love about the mercy and the grace and I love about God. And thank you for sending his son Jesus down on the cross for us so we didn't have to spend eternity in the bad place called hell. And nobody, I wouldn't wish my worst enemy there. And, 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 and I know that when I make a mistake, that God still loves me. God's loving. And God's grace and mercy, nothing I do can separate us. God is a loving father. And I know that's for me, There's a, oftentimes as a pastor, I get to see a lot of different issues, problems, concerns. We get emails and messages all the time, and they're like, well, we don't like what you're doing. I don't care. We, we want you to do this. I don't care. That's cool. But, but we see a lot of things. And not only am I a pastor, but I do work in the healthcare industry and I do work for emergency services. So a lot of times we get to see the worst in people on their worst days and their worst things that can be taking place. Please, for the love of everything, please don't ask me what the worst I ever seen, because it's like really, really, really reliving a nightmare. But, but anyway, but 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 we see a lot of things that happen. And sometimes we see things where fathers and mothers have left, have no care for their spouse or their children or their family, man, it becomes daddy issues. It heartbreaks me a lot of times because we see these things. And, you know, it, I talked to a lady last night at the drive-thru at Taco Bell. And I said, I hope you're having a good night. And she goes, well, I hope you are too. I said, it's just been a long day. And she's like, well, what do you do? I said, I work in health care. And she goes, oh, you must see a lot of bad stuff. And I'm like, yeah, sometimes. And then she's like, she's like, well, I'm tired. I forgot where I was going with all that. And I said, we do see a lot of things. I said, we see things that I don't like talking about. But God still loves us. We may be tired. We may be unhealthy in in things that we see, but we have a human side of us that will let us down. I know for me, I try not to let anybody down. I try to love all you guys. I try to love you all, but there's just times I'm going to let you down. Well, Pastor Michael, you should have got the... Banana moon pies and not the chocolate moon pies today. I don't quite like you so much today. We got chocolate moon pies for you guys on the way up. But I want you guys to look at something. First John 3 and 1 here. So 1 John 3 and 1. See what great love the Father has lavished on us. I want you guys, if y'all are taking notes, to underline that real big. See what great love the Father has lavished on us. That we should be called children of God. And that is what we are. Oh, man, y'all, yeah, I love this verse here in 1 John. It's, See what great love the Father has lavished on us. He gave it to us. He gave that love to us, and we are his children. And that's awesome, man. I, 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 I like this. So, there's, so when you read this particular verse here, what I found was interesting is, is there's two types of people here. You got the people that are the shouters. Yes, I'm a child of God. That's amazing. Whoop, whoop, t- uh-huh. Yeah, that's right. I'm a child of God. I'm going to what, You know what I mean? Boo. High fives, air fives. You know what I'm saying? But man, just think about it. They're going to shout it from the rooftops. I'm a child of God. And then there's those that when they read this verse, they're the doubters. The doubters. If God is the loving Father... Why would he love me? Now, y'all think about this for a second. Now, I don't have like lint in my pocket, but if I said, hey, I had a million dollars and I don't, but if I had a million dollars right now (laughs) and I said, I'm gonna give it to one person today, (laughs) Y'all think about this. How many of you be shouting, "Woo, pick me!" Because I go to your church. Yes, Amen, Pastor. Listen, if I said we were giving away a million dollars to one person, there wouldn't be a seat left in this place. The the code officials would come in and shut us down because there wouldn't be enough room. Wouldn't it be great if I could give somebody a million dollars? Amen. I wish I had it to give. Some people would shout, but most people would be doubters. Ah, that little church over there in Pilot Mountain, You know good and well that pastor. He works in health care. He sure don't have no money. He, He, ooh, they be doubting everything, right? But listen, listen, but what I can offer you, what I can give you is the eternal life in heaven that's greater than any dollar amount in this world. Ooh, and what I can give you is the tools necessary to let God restore the rest. Let God restore the brokenness in your life that's a gift that I would love to share with each and every one of you, each and every week. That's why we continue to do what we do because we love seeing people restored and the brokenness fixed in people's lives. But listen, 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 listen. So there's two types of people when they see that their child is God. There's the shouters that, yes, I believe it. And there's the doubters that say, nah, he can't love me. And the truth is, if we keep it real and honest, the shouters at times become doubters come doubters even those who have really strong faith at times can doubt God y'all think about this y'all think about this does God really love me that much does God really love me that much and think about this there's been times I shared this with you a little bit last week I, we sh- I should have been dead a long time ago I, there's been times in my life that things have taken place I should have checked out but, but, and, and, but God kept me around somebody said one time to have somebody laugh at but listen it's not even there but God loved me he had a purpose for my life when things happen in my life I, I sometimes I shout to the rooftops say hey and thank God for saving me from this incident and keeping me safe but there's often times I wonder why God didn't just take me on God you really love me God you called me to, to start this church in Pilot Mountain why ain't it doing what I expected it to do God, why? God, I'm shouting at you. There's times I'm doubting. Do you love me, God? God, do you love me? And sometimes we just get in that doubted stage. And as we start talking about our father's love, perhaps you had an awesome dad growing up. He showed you video games and spent time fishing, playing golf playing silly games, and really creating those great moments in your life. Maybe you didn't. And just think about your dad bringing that feelings of pain and hurting. Would you guys know my dad... And I learned this from him. He's good at not showing his emotions sometimes. Sometimes he is. I always know when he's mad at my mom because he's on Facebook. And I'm like, ah. <laughs> he didn't put something on Facebook. He must be upset at mom. <laughs> I, mean, I tell you what, what did what, what, mom do this time? <laughs> but no, he's he's great. But, but there's been times like he can hide that pain. He probably wanted that last slice of pizza or that cupcake that we had at birthdays and he, he probably he probably didn't want to spend that that dollar for that toy or or get that video game that we really wanted he's like oh man I gotta, I, he works hard and so now when when I look back and and I look at my girls and I'm buying things we're going around the grocery store and uh listen I want y'all to know something I have in love I'm in love with chocolate milk I always have been but there's this thing called Amish milk oh my gosh let me tell you about it Really quick, it's not part of my sermon, but there's an homage store in Mount Airy. And it's expensive. It's like $6 for a thing, but it's amazing. It's well worth every penny of it. Trina, you gotta go get it. Listen, 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 listen. So we're in there the other day, went up there I wanted to share this experience with my girls, and we passed by this thing, and Ariel has a love for horses at the moment. She loves horses. She loves all animals, but horses is a thing right now. And they had this horse, this stuffed uh, uh animal type thing, and it's like a plushie, but it, you could warm it up and it lets off this lavender scent. I don't know it's I don't know what it's called anyway, it, but it's a horse. it's dressed up like a horse, and it's really cool. and it was a little pricey, and she says, "Daddy, she glowed, it was smiling. she said, "Daddy, I really want that." Daddy, I really want this." I said, "No." Nah. I said I said, nah, We're we're not we're not going to be." We're not going to do that today. I said, she goes, why is it too expensive? I'm like, you look, like, stop that. <laughs> Dad, you don't have no money? Stop, who are you? Quit, there's people around, stop it. <laughs> but it hurt me, because I was like, man, because it hurt her, it hurt her feelings. And I'm like, I really wish that I could get her this. So I don't know about y'all, but I do a lot of online banking, so I clicked onto my mobile app, and i seen how much money I was in there. And I said, you know what? I said, she's been good. She has a heart of gold. She loves people. She loves horses. I'm going to do this for her. But she don't see the pain, the hurt, the nights we're up worrying. Was, you know, kids don't know. They're like, yeah, mom and dad's rich. <laughs> Money grows on trees. We can just buy everything. And, you know, they don't understand gas is almost $5 a gallon. And, you know, everything's going up, inflation. And, man, what's about the, whew, you know what I'm saying? That's why we got fake fire up here. <laughs> you know who <laughs> almost dropped that? <laughs> but but listen, 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 but they don't see that, and I didn't see that as a kid, and now as I'm an adult and I'm raising my own kids, I know my dad experienced that pain, that hurt. But regardless of how you grew up, we know this: our experience with our heavenly, with our earthly relationship, can also shape our views for our heavenly Father. Did y'all hear that? Our experience with our earthly relationships can shape our vision and our view of our heavenly father. Now you moms that get to play both roles, you guys are incredible. Thank you guys for, and ladies for what you do for playing both roles. Y'all have it, y'all, ooh, y'all have it rough. I know what it's like when Tasha's going off and I have both the girls by myself. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> and that's just like two hours. And she, she's like, try doing this every day. Every single day. So you guys that, that don't have that, man, thank you guys for having to play both roles. But 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 listen, listen. It shapes our view of our heavenly father. And that can cause some issues, right? Well, if that's how our heavenly father is, or that's, if that's how my earthly father is, if I how my real dad and my real mom is, man, then how can this person that I can't see love me? If the very people that, that birthed me, and 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 tried to quote unquote raise me or didn't raise me how can how can this person that I don't see love me? Daddy issues. Daddy's issues. When you feel like God can't love you when you feel like God can't love you, I want to assure you that He can. And I hope that my kids see me as a great dad and an awesome dad. I got one uh, card this morning and she came in there I was brushing my teeth and she said, Here, Daddy, I'm gonna give you this. Last night it's funny I got home. She said, Happy early Father's Day. This is Eric, the littlest one. And she came in there, and she said, I got a special gift for you tomorrow, but you can't have it tonight. I said, Okay. <laughs> she brought it to me. She said, Thanks for being a great dad. And then Lily this morning, she gives me a card. She's she's my my oldest, and and she's got <laughs> she's our drawer, and she had it on this card. She said, Open caution so at first I'm thinking oh snap something's gonna pop out here at me but she's got this creative mind but what's awesome is that she said hey thanks for being awesome thanks for caring thanks for loving us thanks for everything you do and I I know I'm not perfect I'm not the perfect dad I made mistakes along the ways I'm still making mistakes I want to make mistakes in the future You know, nobody gave us a playbook. My dad sure didn't give me no playbook because he had both boys and I got two girls. And he's like, I can't help you there. (laughs) But but he's gave me great guidance though. And just like the vision that we envision, I see how my dad was to us. The love and him and my mom showed us that I know that if they love me like that, then the God that I can't see can definitely love me. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I didn't grow up or we grew up making it. We had a lot of beans and taters because my dad liked taters. And my mom liked the, yeah, bless her. (laughs) And we, we, honestly, when I think back and I think about my life and I think about my childhood, I don't remember having a whole ton of a lot of things, but we also had things that we wanted, that me and my brother asked for. We wanted a Nintendo. And my dad's like, okay, we'll see what we can do to help get you a Nintendo. I remember when PlayStations come out, I'm like, hey, I really want that PlayStation. You know what I'm saying? And he worked extra hard, him and mom, to get us a PlayStation. And then he's like, hey, if you want games where you got to cut grass and earn your your money. But we had things, and we had things that maybe wasn't the most shiniest or the greatest, but we got cars that took us back and forth. We had this car, we called it the dent buggy. I wish I had a picture of this thing. I remember going to high school and we still had the dent buggy. And I'm like, I really do not want to go up to high school with all my buddies and all my friends in this big old red two-door car with a big dent in the front of it. I really don't want to do this. But looking back at it now, I'm grateful that we had something that could take us back and forth. It had seatbelts in it. I also remember my dad saying, hey, achieve your goals. He was encouraging. He said, wherever you go in life, go get it. Take it. He wouldn't let me play basketball or football and stuff like that because he didn't want us to get hurt because he didn't want to pay Dr. bills. amen because you know they're expensive. But our church had a basketball league and I was like, dad, I really want to go play. I really want to go. And he's like, okay. So he signed us up and I was the shortest, heaviest guy on the team but I got to play. And you know who was on the sidelines rooting me on? My mom and my dad. And it was great having him. And again, if you didn't have them in part of your life, when well, I hate that you had to experience that, but know that you still have a loving father in heaven that loves you. Let's look at the scripture, Luke uh, 8 and 4 here. On the other side of the lake, crowded the crowd was for Jesus because they had been waiting for him. So, kind of set something up. The crowd had been waiting. They heard that Jesus was coming, and, and so they're waiting on him. They they heard he was coming, and they were waiting there to welcome him. There was a man there. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Let's see. He he uh, he fell at Jesus' feet, and he was pleading with him to come with him. His only daughter, who was about twelve years old, was dying, and so Jesus went with him. He was surrounded by the crowd. A woman in the crowd who had suffered for 12 years now with constant bleeding and she had found no cure, came up behind Jesus. She touched the fig fig of his robe and some versions say the hem of his garment. Immediately the bleeding stopped and Jesus said, who touched me, who touched me? And what's cool here is is everybody in the group there denied it, no it wasn't me. It wasn't me. So I kind of want to paint you guys a picture here. Say the podium is Jesus. And all the disciples were kind of around him. Anybody ever seen uh, a movie star or a basketball star or maybe the president and you see all like security people around him. You can't kind of get to them If you do, they're going to you out. You know what I mean? It's kind of how it was with Jesus. But the disciples were there. They were not only kind of protecting Jesus, but they wanted to be close to him, to, you know, because so he was being their teacher and everything. So, so, so they're all there, and everybody's like, ah, Jesus, I didn't touch you. You know what I'm saying? Ah, we're, we're all right here. And what I like, what Peter says, Master, the whole crowd is pressing up against you. So we're right here. We're right up here against you, Jesus. What are you talking about? Who touched you? We're all touching you. <laughs> we're all pressing up against you, Peter said. But Jesus said, Someone deliberately, deliberately here touched me for I felt healing power go out from me. Now, y'all think about this for a second. <laughs> y'all think about this. Now, you're Peter here and you're like, Jesus, man, we're all right here next to you. We're all right here up against you. And you're talking about who touched you. You lost your mind? <laughs> and then he straight up calls you out. Listen, I know somebody touched me because my healing power come out. Woo! Peter probably felt like this tall <laughs> calling out Jesus, but what are you doing, man? And what's great here is in verse 47, verse 47 in in Luke 8, when the woman realized that she could not stay hidden, she began to tremble and fell to her knees in front of him. The whole crowd heard her explain why she had touched him and that she had been immediately healed. So this woman here in this story Has some major issues going on in her life. Some major things happening in her life. She'd been bleeding for 12 years and and she heard that Jesus was coming. And so she's like, hey, I gotta get to Jesus. I'm gonna go to him. And y'all think about this. Just imagine with me, the president of the United States or the president of any company is walking somewhere and you as an individual like, man, I'm going to go get him. I'm, I just got to touch him. <laughs> I want to touch his boot that he's wearing, his shoe that he's wearing because it's nice and shiny. I want to touch him. <laughs> I got to get to him. And you make your way through this crowd, and you make it to him, and you touch him. And all of a sudden, he's like, hey, who touched me? Because I felt something that wasn't right. And how embarrassed she must have felt because let's just face it, she probably didn't have the best clothes. She probably didn't smell the greatest. I mean, I don't know if y'all ever smelled blood before, but after a while, it don't smell that great. <laughs> it's a nasty smell. But she started to explain herself. Well, I, Jesus, I, I I just knew I had to get to you. I just knew I had to get to you. This is, I got all these things going on in my life. I just, I had to come to you. I had, I just had to, I had to get to you, Jesus. But whenever I touched you, Jesus, my body was healed. She explains this to him. And what I love about verse 48 here, y'all check this out. Daughter, he said to her, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. I mean, y'all think about this. If, if you by chance got to that superstar, that athlete, the president, if you actually can make it to them and touch them through all their people that are around them, you most likely would end up in jail in today's time, I mean, especially if you wasn't the cleanest. But then they turned around. If you made it to them, instead of going to jail, he said, hey, because of your faith, go in peace. I'd be like, I didn't die, I didn't go to jail. But I want to break this down to you. The earthly father was sitting there saying, hey, there's a dying daughter. There's a dying daughter. I need you to come. I need you, Jesus, to come over here to my house. I need you to pray for him. Don't look good. Doesn't look good. And this is what the father did. This is what the the, the, the heavenly father done for us. We're gonna do whatever we can to get to her. Let's go. so jesus agreed he went with him they started walking but then he had to stop so he stops <laughs> all right y'all look at this for a second this is like a taking this is like taking your pregnant wife who was in labor and stopping getting fries milkshake first <laughs> so 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 this man was expecting jesus on this path here to take him to his daughter Hey, the the that the, the was dying in his bed at his home, he's like, he's like, man, let's go, we're going. And all of a sudden, he's like, stops. Now, if you're that father that's like, my daughter's over here, she's dying, and you're stopping for milkshakes and a burger, come on now. I remember when Tasha was pregnant with Lily and, and uh, things were going, I think it was later, I can't remember, it's one of the two of them. Uh, they was like, hey, you gotta stop, you gotta stop. And Tasha's like, I can't, the baby's coming, what are you talking about? You know. And it's kind of like it was. They're like, he just stopped. Can you imagine being this dad? My daughter's dying. You're taking your sweet time. Come on, Jesus. I don't want to be left out in limbo here. Come on, Jesus. Come on, Jesus, we got to go. One might believe that this man in this story was disappointed by Jesus stopping so I'm kind of making sure we're all on the same page here. So there's a man, Jesus, the crowd was coming. They had heard him. Jesus had been out doing some things all day. He was coming across. The crowd knew he was there. This man come up to him. It's like, hey, my daughter's dying at his house. need you to come with me on their journey there. This is when the woman that was bleeding come up and touched the hem of his garment. Everybody on the same page? Because there's two different women here. See, see, I want to imagine that this man may have been a little, just a little smidge upset that Jesus stopped that he stopped for a moment. Maybe this could have changed this man's view. Well, maybe Jesus doesn't really care about me. Maybe Jesus doesn't love me. Maybe Jesus here doesn't really care about my needs. I want y'all to see something. There's three ways our earthly relationship has to impact our view on our Heavenly Father. There's three things here. I'm going to hurry. I'm going to hurry. i got to finish up. There's a lie, and then there's the truth of God's word. The lie is that God is judgmental. My, my, he judges me by my mistakes. Remember our list here? We've done 999 good things here, but we do one bad thing or one mess up or one mistake, and it's what everybody remembers us by. See, let me show you guys something. Let me show you guys something, all right? <laughs> Let's flip our thing here. So now we've done 999 mistakes. And people think that God's going to judge me based on those mistakes that I made. God's going to judge me based on these things that I've done wrong, and he doesn't gonna, he's not going to love me. He doesn't love me because I've done this in my life, or I've done that in my life, or I've done this this week, or I've done that this week. God's going to judge me. That's the lie that the enemy wants to tell you. And that's a lie that that, that people are going to tell you that God is judgmental. God is not judgmental. God is compassionate. God is compassionate. Psalms 31, or excuse me, Psalms 103 and 13 says the Lord is like a father to his children, tender and compassionate to those who fear him. Fear him. Number two, if you're taking notes three ways that our earthly relationships can affect our view on our heavenly father, God is angry. God is angry. He's just waiting for me to mess up. He's just waiting. He's just waiting. Oh, he's waiting on Trina and Michael to go over there and make a mistake. So he's just waiting on me to do it. No, that's not the truth at all. That's a lie, but God is patience. God is patience. It says in Exodus 34 and 4, the Lord, the Lord, the Lord, the Lord compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger and abundant in love and faithfulness. good to know that when we make a mistake that God's still there let me explain something very clear to you guys God hates sin God hates sin but he doesn't hate the sinner make sure you guys get that God hates sin but God doesn't hate the sinner lie number three God is hateful there's no way he can love somebody like me there's no way this person can love somebody like me but I'm going to tell you the truth about it that God is full of love Romans 5 and 8 says, but God showed his great love for us by sending his son, Jesus Christ, to die for us while while we were still sinning. He sent his son, Jesus, to die for us while we were still sinning. While we were still sinning. While they were hanging there on the cross, the thieves were there that were meant to be there that, that, that should have been there. And Jesus said, Father, forgive them. Have his place while they were gambling for his clothes at his feet. God forgive them for they know not what they do. God loves us. God loves us. God loves us. Got a lot of notes, and I'm gonna, we're gonna do a part two to this. How about that? Sound good to y'all? Sounds good to me. But listen, God loves us. God sent his son Jesus to die on the cross for each and every one of us. And what I love about this is the miracle that took place. This man really thought that that Jesus didn't like him. He really thought that, that Jesus had gave up on him. He really thought that just because Jesus stopped at this lady that he wasn't loved. That God didn't care for him, that God just kind of just shunned him off, and that he didn't matter. He didn't, it was all, it was over and done. But God still loved him because what happens is that sometimes in our life, God has to pause for a moment to touch somebody else's life in the middle. And what's great about this, and what I love about this story, is this particular woman that made her way to jesus she said i have to get to jesus i have to get to him and she did whatever it took she did whatever it was going to take to get to jesus and i want you guys to know i want today wherever you're at whatever you may be struggling with whatever you may be going through i got daddy issues i didn't have a good earthly father i didn't have a good earthly mother hey take it to jesus because because do what it takes to get to jesus do y'all listen 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 you want a miracle in your life you want a miracle to take place in your life today get to jesus push to the well there's people all around jesus there's no way i'm going to get to him there's no way i'm going to get to the father because there's people around him he doesn't love me anyway he doesn't care for me anyway why should i try my best to get to him i'm not good enough listen you are good enough you're good enough and you're worthy enough for God to send His only Son Jesus down on the cross for you. Push through the crowd, and all you have to do is touch the very hem of His garment. You ain't got to hug Him, you ain't got to do anything but touch the hem of His garment. And what, what I love about it is it says in the Bible, and she's seen it, and she explained her the case, and she was immediately healed when she touched His garment. And she's like, Hey, who touched me? Some of you need to know today <laughs> that when you get to the garment, and you get to Jesus you'll immediately be healed but it was because of her faith it it's because of her faith it wasn't just because she knew Jesus was coming in town and she just said ah oh, if I just go up there and I just ah oh, touch it but she had the faith because she had heard about this man named Jesus she had heard about him she said hey listen if I could just get to him then I'll be healed If I could just barely get to him, I could be healed. And she's like, I'm going to do it. So she heard him, and she saw him, and she went chasing after him. God didn't run from him. He turned around and said, hey, because of your faithfulness today, you're healed. And I believe that today you could be healed in the situations you're in. If you're looking for a miracle, today is the day that it can happen. I still believe in miracles. I believe in the power miracles and all it is is by the name of Jesus miracles can happen thank you again for tuning into the medic church podcast today if you need prayer you can go to medicchurch.com forward slash pray our team's standing by ready to pray and believe that God's going to meet each and every need that is submitted would you consider partnering with us right now so we can continue providing podcasts just like this one You can do so by going to www.medicchurch.com forward slash give. You can do a one-time gift, a reoccurring gift. We just ask that you pray and give from your heart today. Join us back next time as we give another life-giving message. All right, we'll see you soon.